How's it going, everybody? It's Evan back with episode 95 of the Life is Funny podcast. Unfortunately, another week with no Josh. Um, the, the wedding went off without a hitch. We'll, we'll talk a little bit about that. Um, hopefully talk more about that next week. Fingers crossed, knock on wood with Josh around. Maybe, maybe not. Um, but he is on his honeymoon right now, and he forgot to pack his mic, which was sort of step one of not being able to make this recording happen. Step two, guess he's a little bit busy, even though at one point Josh said, oh, I definitely want to try and record, and we're missing out on our opportunity to to get at least half of the podcast recorded from um, California. So that's where Josh and Lauren are on their honeymoon right now. Um, so hopefully they have a fun time and have safe travels back here, um, you know, to the, the plain old, boring old, whatever, Midwest um, in a little bit. But for right now, that's okay. We'll cut them some slack. You listeners, feel free to cut them some slack or not. I don't really care. Um, you know, go tweet Josh at, I don't even know what his Twitter is anymore. He doesn't really use it. Find him on, find him on Instagram. Um, you can check out, you know, I don't know. Search me. Find my followers. Ask me. I'm at, at the Evan B. Uh, the Evan score. The underscore Evan dot B, I think, on Instagram. I don't even know. But find Josh. Call him out if you want to. Or not, give him some slack. That's okay too. Anyways, though, I wanted to come at you guys with um, at least some semblance of an episode because a got some decent feedback on last week. Even though I felt that it went, I don't know, maybe rocky to say the least. Um, you know, a little bit disjointed, a little bit all over the place. Not saying this will be you know much different, but at very least, I have some um, guaranteed talking points. Now, I say guaranteed. I don't really know what that means. I don't know if that means, you know, guaranteed to, to please, guaranteed to make people laugh, guaranteed to do anything other than the fact that I can guarantee you I will talk about them. Unless, of course, I forget about them, in which case I can't guarantee that. So anyways, um, we'll sort of dive right in. Like I was talking about, Josh's wedding went off without a hitch. Um, I wanted to say, like, you know, the wedding, Josh and Lauren's wedding, Josh, Lauren and my wedding. I mean, like, it's definitely not that last one, but I do feel like I had a pretty big part in it as the best man and backup maid of honor. We've talked about it for weeks, probably months now um, on this podcast in varying degrees of detail. And yeah, I mean, it went off without a hitch overall um, and it's it's over with, I mean, for better or worse. And that's it's kind of weird because that has been like the big thing on my calendar for a long time. And I'm sure it has been for Josh and Lauren both as well. Um, you know, not to speak for him, but I feel like I, I know Josh a little bit and that's been like the thing to do on his, on his calendar is get married. Um, so like, it's a big deal. Not only that, you know, something big like that on your calendar is sort of knocked off and now it's like, well, what else is there to look forward to in life? Um, just kidding. But, um, also just like getting married is a big deal. So it's kind of weird. Um, I like, I definitely want to talk through it with Josh and, um, I feel like maybe even having, you know, the honeymoon week off is going to be going to be good for some of the topics we could have. Cause I'm curious what will change in Josh and Lauren's relationship. I mean, to me, like, and in part of my best man speech, which maybe at some point I'll um, read to you guys, Maybe I could even, I don't know. Um, we'll, we'll have to see if, if you guys are interested. Um, let me know and I can maybe pull out and, you know, give a 
give the the reading of my best man speech, or we'll see how much time this episode has, you know, towards the very end. Um, anyways, we'll we'll talk about that. But anyways, in my best man speech, um, I sort of talked about how as long as I've known them, they've been Josh and Lauren to me. They've been a couple, um, you know, obviously got engaged and married in the time that I've known them. But to me, they've always been Josh and Lauren. And for a long, long time, they've been Josh and Lauren, even before I knew them. Um, and like now they're still Josh and Lauren, but now it's Mr. And Mrs. Tucker, which is kind of weird. Um, I guess it's not weird. Maybe it is weird. I don't know. It'll be interesting to hear from them, especially now that like they've kind of already been living together and nothing's at least from my perspective, like there's not a lot that really could change necessarily. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm interested to get that perspective from Josh of like, what's new, what's different. Is it basically just that you have to remember to wear your ring around and not lose it? Um, you know, what's, what's the deal with, <laughs> with the whole marriage thing. So, um, hopefully we'll be able to get Josh, um, back sooner rather than later and get him to, to spill the beans on the whole marriage thing. But, um, in the meantime, I want to briefly run down the wedding a little bit. Like I said, I gave a best man speech. It went really, really well. Apparently, I don't really know how I felt about it. Another reason why I want to get Josh on here to sort of like, I don't know, maybe confirm or deny some things or, you know, boost my confidence by telling me, oh, it was so good, blah, blah, blah. But I wrote it all down, which I wasn't sure if I was going to do. And then I wrote it down on paper, which I also wasn't sure I was going to do, but it was a probably a good call better than like staring at my phone. And then I did kind of read it. And part of it is because I wrote it like with some I don't know, jokes in there, like some comedic timing, like on my phone, um, in my notes, I even have like, um, not necessarily like pause for laugh type moments, but I did <laughs> in, in asterisks, I put hopes of laughter after, <laughs> after points where in, in theory, in an ideal scenario, people would be laughing afterwards. So I had a couple of those spots where it was just sort of pause and, you know, again, hope for laughter. I also in my um, in my notes have an outtake. So I have a whole paragraph that I did not include um, in my actual best man speech just because it, it didn't quite fit. And I wanted to um, say something a little bit different, um, but I did say something kind of similar. I just it, it took a little bit while or it took a little while, not necessarily to come up with what I've um, with what I was going to say and with what I wound up saying, because I um, like have known that for a while. I've kind of known the gist of things. Um, I I've joked with people for a long time that, man, the first, I've got the first 30 minutes of Josh's speech down and, you know, just working on the last 30 minutes. And I I've probably honestly said that on this podcast and it wasn't that long. I don't really know how long it was. I think practicing reading through it, it took maybe three or four minutes or something like that. Um, it felt a lot shorter when I was giving it, which is weird because usually I, give long like speeches like if i'm public speaking or doing a presentation i go like longer than i think it is or you know i don't know feel shorter so maybe i did go a little bit longer but overall if i do say so myself it was a pretty solid speech more on the funny than sappy side um lauren's sister had a bit of a a sappy speech so shout out to dana for taking care of her her best woman duties um her her maid of honor duties um and yeah, I don't know. I, I think something else that was interesting with the speech is I really didn't didn't necessarily struggle, but I like I couldn't justify making the speech totally about Josh. Like I mentioned in my speech, I talked about Josh and Lauren and like I'm in an interesting spot, especially with this kind of wedding um, where it's like, again, I'm the 
best man and backup maid of honor. So that's kind of fun. But in my speech, I talked about how like, you know, not only am I fortunate enough to call Josh, you know, one of my best friends, my best friend, but also I'm able to, you know, say my best friend, Lauren. And it was, I, I had to find a balance between I'm supposed to be up there talking about Josh, but also wanting to talk about, you know, my, my best friends, Josh and Lauren. And it's an interesting thing that like, <laughs> I don't know if it's, it's a me thing. I don't know if it's just a weird coincidence, but now like, essentially I would say maybe my four best friends are all married. Um, not to each other, but like a bit, it's basically two couples. So I have, I have my best friends from back home as maybe I would refer to them on this podcast, William and Chloe or to Josh. Um, and then I have Josh and Lauren who I would consider, you know, a b- best friends as well. And it's like, now they're, they're hitched William and Chloe, you know, package deal, Josh and Lauren package deal. So it's, it's great. I don't have to worry about, um, you know, traipsing all around everywhere to say hi to my best friends. I just get to, you know, go to one or I guess two sets of houses and knock out four best friends all in a row. Um, I joked in my best man speech as well. I just have to send Josh and Lauren one joint Christmas gift. Now I don't have to get them each an individual gift. It's great. I might even do that with birthdays too. Um, so I, I guess I'm glad Josh isn't here to, <laughs> you know, try and fight me on that one. Cause yeah, I mean, just, you know, maybe I lump in Josh's birthday is kind of close to Christmas. Lauren's birthday it's in September, but like also kind of close to Christmas. So maybe I just lump in like one present and it covers birthday, birthday and Christmas. Um, yeah, I think that might be, be the way to go anyways. <laughs> so yeah, the wedding went well, it was interesting. And something else I want to talk with Josh about, I know I keep saying that, um, is that like, it was a wedding in the middle of a pandemic and that came with some interesting, not necessarily bad, but not necessarily great things. Like there were not many masks at the wedding, which was a bummer, but also if you've listened to Josh talk about it kind of to be expected. Um, and like, fortunately I haven't heard anything of anybody being sick. However, Josh did actually have, um, a groomsman and Lauren had a bridesmaid test positive. Um, they were a married couple before the wedding and they, um, you know, couldn't come of course, cause I tested positive like a week before the wedding or something like that for COVID. And like, that was stressful for Josh, I'm sure, because he also like there were, there was kind of a, an off chance that I was going to be the only groomsman because his little brother had also had roommates who had contracted COVID. So he had to isolate and then test negative a couple times before the wedding. And then he had one other groomsman who um, had a very pregnant wife whose due date is like in the next couple weeks or so or next week or so. Um, so like that could have been an issue. <laughs> like if he would have had his baby, he had another groomsman who got like a, a work test, um, like thing that he had to go do or else he could potentially like lose or change his job or something like that. Um, if he didn't take slash pass the test, um, the morning of the wedding and yeah, then there was me. So like, <laughs> fortunately I didn't have anything going on. I was always going to be there and yeah, I was, I was able to be there for all of it for the whole thing, even when not everybody else was necessarily. So, um, it was an, an interesting wedding for a lot of reasons. Um, not necessarily a lot, but I think the big reason being like in the middle of a pandemic and it was a little bit weird. And I, think that if I can survive like this past week um, where it's like, you know, I had the rehearsal dinner and the wedding and interacted with people, then I'll probably be okay. Um, I did actually get a COVID test, something that Josh doesn't know, something that not a lot of people know. 
Um, I got a COVID test. Uh, what? I'm recording this early morning on Friday on Wednesday. Um, and I didn't, I don't have any symptoms, haven't been experiencing any symptoms, um, anything like that, but it was more so out of an abundance of caution just because I, if I'm going to sort of go about my life after the wedding, I'd rather know than not know. And also I hadn't been tested into until this point. Um, so it was kind of something that like made a little bit of sense. Um, and I'll hear back probably by Monday. So, um, yeah, that, that'll be interesting. Hopefully I'll have some, some good news at least for next podcast, but, um, it, w- it was weird, like to get a COVID test and to sort of explain like, oh, yeah, I was I was at a wedding and like, well, you know, like nobody tested positive that I know of. And like, I didn't really, you know, I wasn't kissing everybody and giving Josh, you know, congratulatory makeout sessions and, you know, kissing the bride as some people might do and giving everybody hugs. But like I was still at a wedding and for a decent amount of it or like when I was sort of doing my duties, I'll say I didn't have a mask on um, kind of per request, but like, you know, during speeches, during dinner, during pictures, whatever, whatever. Um, So that was kind of interesting. And then like, I don't know, there were just a lot of people there that also weren't necessarily, you know, wearing masks and like people were dancing, but also like, I, I mean, I didn't feel, you know, like there was nobody that I really felt sort of worried to be around, which is, is good, but also kind of like maybe let my guard down a little bit. Um, so it's just, it's such a weird time to do anything, but especially have a wedding. Um, and it wasn't like packed. They were, I'm sure again that we've talked about it, but like there were plenty of people who didn't show up. I'm sure that Josh and Lauren invited. Um, it was kind of a smaller, like intimate, more intimate gathering. It's still plenty of people in my book, but just, yeah, I, I don't know. It, it was interesting overall. So I did get a COVID test, wanted to talk about that a little bit. Um, and it was, it was weird. I mean, like, so I went in and again, kind of like called them and was like, Hey, like, I'd like to schedule this COVID test. And, um, you know, like, again, I'm not experiencing any symptoms. Cause I thought when I went in that I was going to get, um, get my blood drawn and that they were going to test for antibodies because according to the website and the phone that people that I talked to on the phone, um, for the place I went to get tested, that was the test that they were giving to people who were not experiencing symptoms. They were basically testing your blood um, for, I think, the antibodies. And if you were experiencing symptoms, you would have gotten like a nose swab or something like that. So I went in expecting to get my blood drawn. Um, you know, wasn't worried about it. Was like, you know, was was ready to have my blood drawn for the first time after, since not giving plasma in forever <laughs> in Bloomington. Um, you know, my, my veins were ready for it. <laughs> but mentally I was ready for it too. And then when I went in, they wound up giving me a nasal swab, which I was not ready for. And my nose was definitely not ready for. They basically take one of those really long, like doctor's office Q-tips, which is like a, you know, long one-ended Q-tip and they stick it way far back in your nose. And it feels like it's going all the way from your nose to your back of your throat, which it probably is. And just, I don't even like thinking about it because just like, man, it was so weird. I mean, it didn't hurt. Like I wasn't, I I don't know, in pain. I wasn't, but it was definitely uncomfortable. Like it's not something that I would do. It's not something I don't think I could do to myself. Like, I don't think I would ever put anything that far up my nose. If I did, I'd have to go back to the doctor and have something else that far up my nose to pull it out. Like it was just, it was an issue and it was annoying and I wasn't ready for it is the big point. But overall, I mean, it was worth it. It was quick, again, relatively painless, um, but 
definitely I, I don't know it was it was like a weird thing um so it did lead to a sticking it to the man thing which i'm gonna slide in here right now in the you know semi middle of the episode which is i didn't something i didn't even expect but i guess makes a lot of sense so they gave me a note um which let me find it and read it so it's basically they gave me a doctor's note and it's a work slash school note from the hometown urgent care and it said that Clark E. Brennan um, may not return to work or school until COVID test results return. Um, test results return anticipate or is anticipated to take three to five business days. If negative, I may return to school or work as long as fever free. If positive, blah, 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 blah. But basically, I got this note that said I don't have to go to work or school just because I went in and got a free COVID test. Like, I didn't expect that. And it would have been bummer or would have been a bummer if I had work or school and like, you know, I went in to get tested and sort of didn't know about that. But if anybody out there needs to an excuse to skip out on work or school for three to five days or do it, what I do what I did. Perfect, perfect timing. Get it on a Wednesday, three to five business days. You're not getting it back till Monday at the least. So you're making your weekend Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, like and probably Monday too. like if not Tuesday as well, like that that's how to do it that is how to stick it to the man if you need some time off work go get a covid test wait out those results hopefully still get paid time off or something and but not have to take paid time off i don't really know how the work world works necessarily in terms of that stuff but um you know do that if you're still in school hey i mean go get a covid test if you need (laughs) need to skip out on something um i also don't necessarily condone doing that i just think it's kind of funny and i think it is a good sticking it to the man tactic though I don't, it's kind of, I don't know. It's a little bit of like a, an unethical sticking it to the man, um, <laughs> more so than just like getting cheap fast food or something like that, like usual. Um, so that's, that's what I've got for my COVID test. A couple other things that I've done, um, that have been a little bit exciting are that I drove a, um, a tractor basically through town and for like half an hour on the open road. And for those of you like, who I don't, I don't know how to really explain it. It's basically like um, my dad lives kind of out in the country. Um, Josh and I have sort of talked about this a little bit, like very rural. Um, and then like in, in town, like my dad lives in a small town called Urbana, Ohio. And like there's, there's a town of Urbana, Ohio with streets and street lights and stop signs and businesses and homes and blah, blah, blah. And then like you drive a little bit and there's country. I'm sure a lot of people are familiar with that. If you know, that's how Bloomington was like, like it's something that I just kind of know. And like, that's just how, that's just how it is, but not something that you would be familiar with if you've, you know, grown up in just a big city for your whole life or something like that. Um, so basically we have a tractor, not like a big farm. Like, you know, we don't grow corn and need to go water the fields with this tractor, but it's like a, a tractor that's a, roughly the size of a car. Um, like fully because it has a bucket and a little thing on the back um, and like has a seat. It's, it's kind of, you know, for mowing, for shoveling snow. It's not that big. Um, If you are really confused or curious, what kind of traffic, what kind of tractor I drove, let me know and (laughs) I'll send you a picture or something. But basically I drove this tractor um, like half an hour into town, mostly because it could only go like 10 miles an hour and was really, really slow. And we needed to get some stuff at my grandmother's house, which who was like, which is in the middle of town, basically. So I had to drive this tractor like in the open road, um, open air, 
and like I had my seatbelt on, but that's about it. It's not like it has an enclosed cab or anything like that. And I drove it all the way into town and it was kind of fun and kind of weird and stressful, but also fun and like super leisurely and just like, I don't know, such a weird vibe and very much like a country thing, I guess I would describe it as because like, again, that's not something that like you would do. That's probably not even something that would really happen too much. Um, in I, I I don't know maybe maybe it happens more often um, in the town that you know that I am in, but I, I feel like it's just like a weird thing. And I definitely did have like traffic behind me, so my dad followed me in with the truck um, behind the tractor with his hazards on. And like at one point, I turned down because I I had to be on sort of a main road um, at one point for a little bit, and as pretty much as soon as possible, tried to turn onto a side road, and I did. And then when I turned, there were a bunch of cars packed up behind me, which I felt bad about um, because like I kind of tried to say to the side of the road, but also again, it's, it's not like I'm in, you know, this little like riding lawnmower. It's not, it's not like that. It's a little bit bigger than that. So just like a weird vibe. Um, But a couple things that I sort of kept note of that, like I said, I backed up traffic. One interesting thing is I got um, the motorcycle wave from a guy on a motorcycle, which if you guys don't know what the motorcycle wave is, if you're riding a motorcycle, which I've never done, um, you sort of like stick your hand down and like to the side. So like instead of, you know, raising your hand up in the air to like wave or something, you kind of like like signal. It's I, I almost view it as like like a like somebody doing a peace sign like down to the side. And that's kind of the motorcycle wave. I don't know how it, you know, originated or anything like that or how that really works. Um, I guess, you know, to me, it's, it feels similar to like the Jeep wave, which is like you have your one hand on the wheel and like put your your thumb and um, index and middle finger out, I think is the Jeep wave. Um, maybe it's just the first two. Maybe it makes a J. I don't really know. Um, but anyway, so like got, got that little wave while I was on the tractor. So that was cool. Made me feel like I was, you know, part of the gang, the the guys riding with the the wind whipping through their hair and the open open road, open air. Uh, me and my little 10 mile an hour tractor versus a guy on a bright green motorcycle with a bright green motorcycle motorcycle suit on. Um, but yeah, totally, uh, you know, that guy and I neck and neck were, were bros. <laughs> but the other thing is that I felt like the top half of me had AC and the bottom half had heat on because again, I was in the open air. It was kind of chilly in the morning when I was driving it. And like I had a jacket on, it was a little breezy and like I was a little bit chilly because it was, you know, just like blowing breeze flying it's like driving with your windows down but even even worse it's like driving with no cab and then on the bottom half of me i could feel the heat coming off like the the engine of the tractor <laughs> like it was it was definitely a little bit toasty so like my legs were warm my top half was a little chilly it was a weird experience i highly recommend it if you can do it safely um i also highly recommend you do it i don't know and not break the tractor on the way back we like something went wrong and i don't know something overheated and like a wheel broke and unfortunately needs like repaired, but we got done with what we needed to get done. <laughs> I drove the tractor safely and rather well, didn't do anything to break it, but it was kind of a fun thing to talk about. Um, I I'm curious if Josh knows like how that kind of goes or anything like that. Um, because like, again, he's kind of from a similar area type of town than I, as, as me. Um, but also maybe he's never ridden a tractor like that or driven into town on like a piece of farm equipment or something. I don't know. It's just like, it's a weird thing that felt like not super out of place again, but definitely could have been like, Oh, like well, that's so weird. I would never do that. And I've never done that um, for some people. So thought it was worth bringing up now, a couple other things um, that I wanted to bring up since 
this is again, you know, I have talking points like I like I brought up at the top of the episode. They might be a little bit all all over the place. I may not have an exact topic, but I had a couple different talking points to get through. So one of them is that I had something that I may want to make a regular segment or at least a segment as needed on the podcast is I wanted to have um, like basically a um, I, I don't know, like not necessarily like like retractions or, you know, like fixes on the podcast from, you know, of old, but basically like how about an amendment or clarification portion of the life is funny podcast. So if needed again, (laughs) and after my solo episode last week, apparently there are a few things that I needed to clarify or correct. Maybe that's a better word corrections because I got a couple things wrong um, that I was told by a couple of people, my mom and Marcus, shout out to them. Um, first of a couple shout outs. So if you've made it this far, stay tuned because I wanted to give a lot of shout outs um, at the end of this podcast. So I should have brought that up at the top of the episode. If you're still listening, keep in there. It might be worth it. Um, I really hope it's worth it. I hope you guys hope it's worth it too. But anyways, I <laughs> last week I was talking about musicians and bands like the Spice Girls and I think bands like NSYNC and the Backstreet Boys as well as the Beatles and there are a couple things that I just like got a little bit wrong. One thing I did get right is that I think I said that Victoria Beckham I wasn't sure if she was a Spice Girl. Can confirm Victoria Beckham is a Spice Girl. Um so according to Marcus, which I believe and I think is right, um Posh Spice Victoria Beckham Ginger Spice, Jerry um, Halliwell, which we talked about. That was in the title of the episode. Baby Spice, Emma something. And um, Scary Spice is Mel B. And then Sporty Spice is Mel C. So just so everybody knows that, because I didn't. And something that I did get wrong is that (laughs) I said Justin Timberlake was in the Backstreet Boys. And instead, Justin Timberlake was in NSYNC. To me, those bands entirely interchangeable the music's the same they're basically 90s boy bands that like i never knew or really heard of um or not heard of but like never heard their music um but like now i know you know i'm familiar with some of their songs but i couldn't tell you like you know who's in it i i know joey fatone is in one of them again i feel like i'm gonna need another retraction or something next week but i i think he and justin timberlake were in the same one that might be totally wrong. I I don't know. So I would assume that would mean that they were in NSYNC. So I'm going to go with that. Um, but I was wrong. I said that Justin Timberlake was in Backstreet Boys. He's not. He's in NSYNC. Something else that I said um, <laughs> is that apparently I said that John Legend is in the Beatles. And I definitely met John Lennon. And like, I know that. Like, I know John Lennon is um, is a Beatle. And it's not John Legend. John Legend is a musician currently um, who actually fact of the week here. He is from Springfield, Ohio, or at least I think so. I don't know exactly like if he grew up here, if he was born here or if he's from here. Um, So that's like part of the fact of the week because I don't know exactly. One thing I do know, though, is when I worked at Penn Station um, a couple of years ago, I actually worked with, I think, one of his nieces or maybe just cousins, but I think nieces um, at Penn Station. So. I, you know, was, was John legend adjacent. And I don't think I've ever been John Lennon adjacent, um, with the Beatles, but John legend, not John Lennon is from Springfield, grew up in Springfield, something rather, um, Springfield, Ohio. And yeah, I I worked with a relative of his. So facts of the week, that's kind of fun. Another amendment, um, more of a slip of the tongue than anything, but 
I think that's about all that I got wrong. Can't confirm. You guys will have to let me know um, at any point in time. Actually, go back and listen to every single Life is Funny podcast, all 94 of the ones before this one, and let me know what we've gotten wrong, both myself personally and Josh, because I'm sure it's plenty. Um, and maybe we'll do like a big old, um, you know, amendment, clarification, correction episode, whatever it might be as needed. <laughs> but that's kind of fun. So we're coming up on 30 minutes, which is pretty impressive, if I do say so myself, for um, me just talking to myself about myself a little bit. But I'm not. I'm, I'm talking to all you guys, all you lovely listeners. And there are some listeners out there that I want to give shout outs to. First of all, I do want to kind of give a shout out to everybody because I think everybody deserves it. I really appreciate it. I know Josh does too, but especially me these past couple weeks, you know, because Josh not around. Who else do I have if not the listeners? Um, so I much, much love goes out to all of you guys, but I wanted to give some shout outs to some new listeners that I found out about. Um, one of them being, or not one of them, but like a group of them basically being the bridesmaids at the wedding. Uh, you could almost say my fellow bridesmaids since I was the backup maid of honor, but I didn't get to do all the fun stuff like hair and makeup and like drinking mimosas and, you know, getting all, you know, dolled up. I just had to like, put a suit on and hang out with Josh for a couple hours and sit in a room. Basically like I didn't get all the cool stuff that the bridesmaids got to do, but I did hear that a lot of them are, um, are listening. So it's a lot of fun and I wanted to shout out all of them. So shout out to Jordan, Amelia, uh, <laughs> Michelle, we've got Adrian, we've got who else am I missing? I guess Dana. Um, I feel like I'm missing somebody else. Um, but yeah, so shout out to all the bridesmaids. Also, shout out to the Biostatistics Consulting Center at the IU School of Public Health. Apparently, it's a cool thing to cool thing to be a part of, cool thing to do. Um, but yeah, that, that's what I've got. So we're coming up on 30 minutes. I'm going to end it before we get there. Thank you all for listening. This has been the Life is Funny podcast. We'll see you in the next one.